Blog Talk Radio. Talk Radio. I'm your host, Edie Summers, and I'm so excited today. We have a very, very special guest, and this is going to be, I think, really transformative for a lot of you who are listening. Um, my guest today is Joy Lang, and we're going to be Lang, and we're going to be talking about coaching for heart-centered women. Um, do you struggle with self-esteem or feeling worthy? These are really big topics for a lot of people and a lot of women, I believe, in particular. Uh, Joy was adopted and struggled with a lifelong sense of feeling worthless. And today she believes in empowering women to recharge, renew, and remember their womanhood through her professional and humanistic endeavors. Um, Joy Lang is the founder of Joylight Transformational Coaching and Empowerment Coaching for Women Company. And Joy is joining us from Singapore. I'm super excited. So she's coming on through Skype. She'll be on here in just a few minutes. And I'm going to read to you some of Joy's really fascinating and empowering biography. Uh, Joy, like I said, has been empowering heart-centered women since 2005 when she started one of the first pole dancing studios called Sensual Joy in Singapore. With her experience in empowering women through body awareness, she took on further education in order to be able to empower women through a body-mind-spirit philosophy. She has a BA in psychology, certifications in choice therapy, NLP, and DISC psychometric profiling, as well as the International Coach Federation Accredited Life Coach. Um, That's what she is. And she also founded Joylight Transformational Coaching. She has her own goal-setting coaching program, Let's Step. She volunteers with AWARE a gender equality advocacy group in Singapore. She's also the fire starter of For Our Children, FOC, in Singapore, an initiative set up to raise funds to build schools in third world countries. Much of her zest in empowering women comes from a lifelong struggle with a sense of worthlessness as an adopted child. After surviving a failed suicide attempt as a child, she also went into depression from being in several dysfunctional relationships in later years. However, with faith, fortitude, and determination, she not only survived by working hard on her mental resilience, she also thrived through creative methods using dance, makeup, and photography. And today, she is a blazing advocate for empowering women using what has helped healed and inspired her. And I see Joy is on the line, so I'm going to bring her in in just a minute here. I'm super excited to speak with her. Um, Joy meditates daily at 5.30 a.m. and likes to say her affirmations while walking the dog. I love that. She's also obsessed with body painting, even though she considers herself hopeless at art. (laughs) So on that note, I'm going to welcome Joy into the studio. And hi, Joy. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Thank you for getting up early. Oh, my goodness. How are you doing today? (laughs) I'm feeling good. 
Can you hear me? Good. I can hear you, yes. And um, so thank you so much for being here, and I, I'm super excited. And I just I have to say, Joy, that your your bio is really fascinating. Um, <laughs> could, yeah. Could you could you tell us more about your early childhood and um, being adopted and all of your just your fascinating story? Okay. So, um, okay, so before I start, I have to say uh, a big thank you, Eddie, for um, inviting me to be uh, interviewed on your podcast. I'm truly grateful and very excited to be here to oh, my um, goodness. talk about what has helped me. <laughs> and, you know. mm-hmm. It's such a pleasure. It's such an honor, and I'm thrilled to have you here. And it's just, it's been a joy to get to know you, and I find your story really fascinating, and I really do believe that this is an issue that a lot of women struggle with, is is feeling worthy and self-esteem, and so I'm I'm curious to know what your story is. Okay, so um, as a child, I was uh, adopted, but um, I wasn't actually um, aware of it as a child until at some point... Um, um, it's strange how I only have bits and pieces in my memory. What stays um, the most uh, um, through the years is really the feeling of pain and hurt. But I think like the mind has a way to protect you by, you know, not allowing you to have all the memories, repressing some of it. So you can't really see the whole big picture. You only remember the feeling. Um, I think some people will probably be able to relate to that. So I have some... Um, Memories of, um, in my mind, the memory is that um, I was adopted and as a child I wasn't aware of it. And then somehow I found out and I guess the challenge was that I found out on my own. So as a child, can you imagine oh, wow. like you found wow. out, that, you know, something's okay. wrong. Something's wrong with a big, big picture, but no one's talking. The adult is not talking. I know we're Asian. We come from a culture where we don't kind of talk about painful things, I guess. So um, okay. when I realized my whole world crashed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as a child, I mm-hmm. also didn't have the intellectual capacity to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I, so I was in this space, I was in this place of darkness uh, ever since then. And um, because I was confused and because I was hurt and because I didn't understand what was going on, all that was in my mind, that you know, like at a very basic core, uh, even though intellectually the child might not understand, but the child can understand um, a sense of being wanted and not mm-hmm. being wanted. Right. Okay. Yeah. So okay. in my mind, it was like, okay. So uh, in my mind, the childish interpretation was like, oh, okay, I was given up. Mommy doesn't want me. Mommy doesn't love me. Mm. Um, wow. I'm not good. Wow. So, and I just stayed in that space and I grew up in that space. Um mm. Oh my it was a difficult time for everyone in the family, of course, but um, it was very hard for me because I had no one to talk to to make sense of what was going on. And, and because of that, I think the hurt kind of deepened. Oh, yes, of course. You you had no one to talk to about it. So no one in your family wanted to talk to you about well, you know, the experience um, of it or... I'm I'm not sure actually whether I even talk about it. I probably didn't because mm. I I didn't understand what was going on. I would I wouldn't mm. know how to even initiate that conversation, and mm. um okay. and okay. so 
I grew up with that pain. Um, it was very difficult. It, you know, the sense of like not being loved, not being wanted, and that I'm not good mm. enough. That is your conclusion. That is the hardest and most dangerous place to go to. And I think uh, most of us go there at some mm. point in our life. Okay, look, uh, I'm not good enough. Clearly, I'm not good enough. Mm. Oh my goodness, and and I just I just my heart aches for you describing that experience and and you know being a young child and just having that just that basic feeling of feeling like you're not wanted like I, I can't even imagine what yeah, that would feel it like. Is very difficult space for anyone to go through, much less a child, and I guess mm-hmm. much less a child who had no resources or no one to go to who can who can say, hey, mm-hmm. this is what's going on, and don't worry, you're fine, mm-hmm. and you're being loved. Um, I didn't really have that kind of conversation. I mean, we're Asian, so we don't we don't talk like that. Okay. So what? So then? So then, what happened? How, so you said that you, if I'm understanding correctly, then you stayed in that space for a while. Is that right? I think I stayed in that space throughout my life. Like throughout much of my life, I was staying in that space, and even outwardly. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as a teenager and then as I grew up, I might outwardly appeared like completely fine and functionable and behave like a somewhat normal person, whatever that means. I was not. <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> I never felt whole. I never felt complete. And um, the funny thing is the reason why I am so um, into learning and so accomplished, actually it probably started from a wrong place, a wrong motivation. I wanted to prove that I was worthy. I wanted to prove that I was worth something. Um, So I actually had the wrong motivation when I first started learning. The good thing is I do have, I, what developed was a genuine love for learning and how um, exciting it was when you have a new piece of information and you're like, wow, I didn't know that. And, you know, the next question is, what do I do with this? So um, the good thing mm-hmm. for me was Absolutely. Um, the learning was inspiring at the same time, even though the motivation was wrong. It took me a long time to move from the space of like, okay, you know, all this qualification make me feel good. But the truth was, Mm-hmm. It didn't really, it wasn't the solution. It didn't solve what I was feeling inside. It never really made me feel whole. It was like, it's like you have a wound and this wound is quite serious. You really should go to the hospital. But what you do is you put a handy plaster. Mm-hmm. That was basically what I did. Mm-hmm. I, I put some handy plaster on it, but you know, it doesn't work. Maybe it stopped the blood Good from analogy. sitting out because um, it's, a hand, it's a lot of handy plaster is going on. But the reality mm-hmm. is you need attention. You need like, professional medical attention and um, it took me a while to come to that space where I'm like okay look here I realized what I was trying to do with all my qualification and that is wrong joy and have that conversation with myself it's it hurts because it's still a lot of effort trying to get all this qualification that I had and to actually Mm -hmm. after many years of doing that um, you know turn around and say to yourself you know what I think that is not from the right place and you need to really resolve hmm. the source of your pain instead of putting honey plus on it because it doesn't work like that. You can't fully heal if you just keep on putting honey plus. Mm, I think that's very well said and, and Joy, I would love to get to how you did get to the root core, but I have to, I just have to say that um, you know, we all cope the best that we can. Yeah. at any given point in time and it's um you know so we just have to sort of you know be okay like you know just be give give ourselves compassion and self-compassion 
for mm-hmm. doing the best that we can and could in any situation. And then I also heard you talking about resources, like you felt like you had no resources when you were younger. And, and I would say just, you know, from an outsider's point of view, like teaching your, like learning, getting certifications and learning that gave you resources. So I would say on a practical level, you know, just as an outsider, um, I would say that it was useful, whatever the motivation was, you know, because it just gave you more resources. So that's very true. That's because my two cents. <laughs> because no matter what, um, um, the more you learned, the more you developed the brain. Um, at some point, uh, you develop a thinking mind. Um, you know, you actually mm-hmm. um, you become a thinker, and um, you are able to uh, analyze uh, the same situation and from a very different plane because of. Um, you uh, introduce the different ideas, different concepts, and different philosophy, and different people's way of living. Um, I think these are all very stimulating for the the brain, and um, so I think that it still helped me um, grow into the person that I am today. And um, mm-hmm. it's like that was probably like maybe like was like um, a, a form of. Um, first step and without that first step yeah. I can't go to the second step and the second step was the realization that okay wait a minute um, you know the, the first step why it was beneficial it's not wholesome it's not complete mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. I was going about it like it was you know like this is it like this is the solution this is the solution to solve all my problems yeah. but it was yeah. without the first yeah. step there so was had- no second step yeah I'm sorry, what was the last thing you said? Without, said without the first step, there will be no second step. The second step was the realization oh. that, oh, okay, I well, what that. I'm doing is good. Um, but um, mm. there, is a, there is this space that is not being resolved, which is like, um, mm-hmm. you know, like I need to come to a place of self-acceptance, um, come to a place of accepting and loving reality the way it is, as, as hard mm-hmm. as it might yeah. view it yeah. in my mind that, oh you know that's that's how, how how can I possibly do that that was painful and that's what the the voices in your head would just keep telling you like play the victim right um mm-hmm. playing the victim yeah. is dangerous and yeah. um, it can become a habit it can be so habitual yeah. that you refuse to think of other um vantage advantage point and that is a dangerous space and I that's where I was but when the awareness came that hey look here there are other perspective to embrace what is reality, what has already mm-hmm. come to pass. And um, mm-hmm. acceptance mm-hmm. is very hard. And in order to accept and stop playing the victim, you just have to, you know, work on self-compassion. And I think that was the missing link for me. And um, okay. I avoided it for the longest time because it's kind of like a paradox because how can I possibly give self-compassion to myself when clearly I'm not lovable enough? That's why I was given up. So that was a constant. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. I, is it okay if we like just slow down right there? Because I, I really feel like that's super relevant um, for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, kind of like that paradox of, of feeling like, mm-hmm. how can I give myself love and self-compassion if I, if I'm not lovable, if I wasn't yes. in, in you know, just like what it. So, how did you? Does does self compassion itself resolve that issue? Is that uh, self compassion? How very powerful and um, mm-hmm. uh, because when you're willing to take one step 
back and break your state and break that broken record that keep playing in your head for years and years. Um, just examine that tape and say, hey, you know, um, maybe there are other songs that I can think. Mm-hmm. I don't have to sing this song wow. all my wow. life. Beautiful. And to be able to pause, take a step back and mm-hmm. get out of this habitual loop that you're having um, to break your state and to say, hey, wait a minute here. Like, um, is there a better song that I can sing? Um, how about another song? How about this one? And and it will feel very strange. And every every fiber of your being is going to resist it. They're like, no, 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 we've been doing this for you. <laughs> no, no, you can't. We're not used to this. <laughs> it's comfortable, right? And to be able mm-hmm. to just yeah. sit with the discomfort and say, yes, I understand. But what if we sing this other song, which is, I am enough. That's a very, very hard song to sing when you've been singing the other song for years and years where, you know, um, something happened, mm-hmm. therefore it means this, which is always something negative. I'm not good enough. Um, I'm not special enough. Um, then how can I love myself? To stop singing that and say, well, maybe I am lovable enough and maybe I am enough. That's difficult. Mm-hmm. But once you get started, well, you have to start mm-hmm. with the willingness to say, okay, this might be very uncomfortable, but I don't mind giving it a try. And to just start from that space and then be gentle with yourself and, um, you know, take baby steps. I didn't, it didn't happen to me overnight. It took years. It took, it took years. Okay. And some, okay. some days that song just doesn't gel. <laughs> on yeah. some days yeah. you feel like, no, come <laughs> on, it's that song because it's so familiar with that song. <laughs> and then on some days you are okay. I'm like, okay, I'm quite hard. I'm quite okay with this new song. It's still very strange, but I'm willing to sit with it for today. So it takes yeah. time. And, yes. and some days you win, some days you don't. And just let it be okay. Oh, I love that. Let it be okay no matter what. And that's yeah. self-compassion that's- right there, I think. That's love right there. So... Um, mm-hmm. So I think self-compassion is also like um, it's like um, it's also like a kind of muscle that you need to exercise on. Um, oh, the more you build, okay. this is strength that it gets. And um, but you you it's not a magic pill. You can't like take a pill tomorrow. Hoo hoo! I'm wholesome. I'm enough. <laughs> like what? Like that. Mm, interesting. That's so interesting to me that it's. I love how you say it. it's like a muscle and. You know, even on the days when I so so I just I have to say that I think this is extremely relevant. Um, you know, on so many levels, joy because I think so many people, um, you know, experience that feeling of not feeling like they're good enough. I mean, I think this is a really core feeling and experience for many many people. So I, I really feel like your message is going to reach so many people. Um, and then especially when we're really honing in on how this you know, empowers women um, and sort of, and also talking about kind of like the the trauma piece, right? Like coming from a place where you've experienced maybe early childhood trauma and how do you resolve that? And I just, I love your message of self-compassion. And I also love that, that you're, you're the example of it. I mean, and just look at, you know, everything that you are, um, I mean, you're just, you're a shining light and it's just, it's so inspiring to me. Um, I just, so I just want to just thank you for having the courage to, um, you know, 
love yourself really and like you know and sh- and shine and light the way for other women and and people in general thank thank you Eddie i don't really see myself as a whoa shining i do tell the truth i just <laughs> I went yeah. through this pain. It's like it's almost like you you went through fire. You 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 came out different. And, oh, and fire oh, did something. Yeah. You become refined. So interesting. And um, wow. I always give this um, one of my favorite analogy. It's like a phoenix. If you want a new life, if you want to claim yeah. your higher self, you need to die first. Mm, oh, interesting. So interesting. I really love that, and it's. It really is like creating a new paradigm and um, living from a different, a whole different level. And and Joy, I wanted to let you know that. Um, oh wait, we had a caller on the line. It looks like they're gone now. But I really love how you say that. And so coming through the fire, I mean that is just fascinating. Um, that is really that strikes a chord with me. And um, you know, it's it's just so authentic and real the way that you say that um i just really appreciate you saying that and i know that so you have um and we could i know we could talk forever um but you know we're on here for about maybe another 10 or 15 minutes we have that much time together today and i know that you're offering a self-compassion seven days challenge for people did you want to tell people a little more a little bit more about that Okay, yes, I would love to. I'm very excited about the challenge, really, mm-hmm. and I am yeah. uh, launching the challenge, actually, alongside with this podcast interview, so I'm really jazzed about Oh, wonderful. Take- <laughs> yes, so the mm-hmm. listeners will actually be among the first to take up this um, free challenge. So it's a seven mm-hmm. days uh, self-compassion challenge where uh, every day you are given a, a, a one task where you have to accomplish and mm-hmm. it's related to building on your self-compassion muscle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it, love it. And then, so, and then how do people participate in that? Um, so we have, I know there's a link on the show page here. And so I can read that. Let's see, I can read it for people. So if they, so anyone who's listening if you're on your phone or on the internet, you can or on your computer, you can actually go to the show page, and this is a free gift for you for listening. And I think that's just amazing and super exciting, Joy, that you're launching this um, in conjunction. Like this is the first time you're launching this on this program. That is just super cool. Um, so this is a free gift for people for listening. So you can find the link on the show page. Um, I I'm going to read it to people. Is that okay too? If I read it, I don't know if people will remember, but they might. So I, I recommend you go to the actual show page so you can click on the link. But for anyone who's listening who can remember um, to type it in, um, you do HTTPS um, colon forward slash, two forward slashes, joylight.leadpages.co forward slash the wellness coach forward slash. So again, that's kind of long, so I recommend that people, although it's good, easy to remember in some ways, so I recommend you go to the show page to click on that, and this is a free gift that you, Joy, put together just for listeners on the Wellness Coach, which I think is just amazing, and I, I just program. So is there anything else you can share with people about the program, or just, you know, like some of like, how, like, what are some practical steps people can take to get to that place where they can begin to love themselves and feel their own sense of worth and start practicing self-compassion. I mean, it sounds like to me that that's what your your self-compassion seven days challenge is all about, isn't it? 
Yes. So um, I know uh, self-compassion is a very strange concept for most of us because we live in a mm-hmm. culture where, um, you know, you should suck it up and, you know, be cool. And come on, you know, um, um, <laughs> don't focus on emotion. Like, this is your do-do task. Go with it, right? And uh, we we walk around wounded and proud of our wounds. And why should we live like that? How about practicing some self-compassion, and maybe that is a greater place of power to live your life rather than going around oh, beating yeah. yourself into the suck-it-up culture. Go against the flow. Like, why do you have to follow the mainstream? Um, you should take care of yourself mm-hmm. first. Practice self-compassion. If you want to be with, if you want to learn how to treat other people better and you feel like you're struggling with it, that's probably because you're not, compassionate to yourself first because if you start practicing mm-hmm. that muscle then um, treating other people better will come like a very natural outcome it's just uh, one of the byproduct of being self-compassionate so start from within instead of looking outside wow i think that's so well said and and thank you for that reminder because like you said this is a muscle this does take practice and it is a whole different way of being, and I love, again, the analogy of going through the fire. But, you know, this is the work. Like, this is, it's so worth it. You know, we're talking about feeling worthy, and it's so, you're, you know, anyone is worth it to to go through and literally go through the fire and take the time to, you know, learn to love yourself and practice self-compassion. It's worth it. It's worth the journey. Um, it's probably the oh, most important it's journey. It's probably the best journey you can ever take. Yeah. It's like a magic yeah. carpet drive. If you are willing to just work on your self-compassion muscle bit by bit every day, it's going to be the best magical carpet drive you you can ever possibly give to yourself. And I always like to say, wow. start on a seven-day self-compassion challenge because it gives you an inkling what to do because I know it's like, oh, okay, so let's change destination. Uh, but how do you go there, right? It's, it's difficult. Like, I've never done this before. I've never been there. Like, how do I go there? Mm-hmm. So the seven-day challenge is kind of like um, pointing you to the right direction. And then after seven days, you will kind of get a hang of it. Ah, uh, okay, so this is kind of like what I'm going to do and what's included inside the challenge Um uh, techniques that also help you to shift a little bit of your mindset, and mindset is the stickiest mm-hmm. thing to um, unstick and you know and mm-hmm. let it stick in another place. It's difficult, so mm-hmm. I strongly, strongly encourage um, anyone who wants to take on this new journey for themselves to take on a seven days challenge. It's an excellent starting point, and you can go to the show notes or you can simply go to my website joyling.com. Mm-hmm. And if you go to Perfect. the right hand corner, there is a there okay. is a section called free empowerment tools and you can just click on it perfect perfect thank you for saying that so that's probably easier for people to remember if they're just listening and not near their phone or a web yeah so we go to joylang.com so j-o-y-l-e-n-g.com that's easy to remember j-o-y-l-e-n-g.com and then click on the right hand side you said there's what is it you said there's like free empowerment tools Yes, on the sidebar on the right side, scroll down to free empowerment tools and then click on uh, self-compassion seven days challenge. There are other freebies in that section that you can just click away. All we need is your uh, email address. I can send you the um, seven days challenge. And we actually have um, private uh, 
Facebook where you can actually post your your triumph or your challenges um, doing the challenge so that there's even a community to uh, uphold and support you in your journey. You know, I'm so glad you said that too, Joy, because having that community, having that support um, is crucial. And that's so, it's what I've learned is that when you make a commitment to yourself for whatever it is that you wish to change or inhabit or go walk through the fire, because I, I, I find that walking through the fire is, is walking through fear, and then on the other side is, is freedom. So, so the first step is to make that commitment. And then once you make that commitment, say signing up for your, you know, your free seven-day challenge, then finding support on the other side is what keeps you um, – going down that road. So it's it was it's what helps keep you keep your commitment. And that's huge. So I think that's really great. Thank you for offering that page on there too. And just for anyone who's listening live, um we are going off the air in about sixty seconds. Uh, we do have about five minutes left, Joy. I just want to let you know. So anyone who's listening live, you can listen back to the replay if you want to hear the very end of this. Um, but again, you can go to joylang.com, J-O-Y-L-E-N-G.com, and then just click on the right-hand side for the free empowerment tools. You can also find the free gift for listening just right here on the show page, and we have that link for you right here. So there are a couple ways to to um, join Joy in the Self-Compassion 7 Days Challenge. I just love that. And Joy, um, so we have just a few minutes left here, and I just want to thank you so much for being here and it's just a real pleasure to speak with you and to hear your wisdom and um is there anything that you want to leave people with like you know just like a final like a takeaway or anything along those lines i'm going to um i would like um people to consider this talk to yourself like you are your best friend try that today oh I love that. Just for today. Just for I love today. that. Joy, that is that is really beautiful. And I just I I really feel like you're coming from such a I mean, such an authentic place and you know, a place that you've been there yourself so you know uh what it feels like and you've already walked through that fire, so um I just this feels so yes, like authentic to me and I just thank you so much. Anyone can join me here, you just need to walk through the fire. <laughs> mm. It's the best analogy ever. It really is. And I think that, you know, I've been um, studying, that you know, kind of um, like you were talking about mindset. Um, I'm in a mastermind and we're work, it's all about mindset. And really the last the last 10% of anything is facing your fear. And it, whether mm-hmm. it's the fear of being unlovable or feel, fear that you're not worthy enough or fear that you can't change. And, you know, what I find is that it just takes that, it takes courage to walk through that fire, that last Going the last it, few steps. Yeah, it, takes it does. And for anyone who needs actual uh, a visual image to to understand, uh, fully fully appreciate the concept. Well, I'm sure there's lots mm-hmm. of like Game of Thrones fans here, and I'm sure there's lots of people <laughs> who dog Kalisi. Well, see how she walked to the field. <laughs> she was willing to do that. Mm, and look at her. I love it. She's that's beautiful. so awesome. Goddess, and she's brave, and you know what? You can put your brave on today as well. Just walk to the fire, oh. and you can start by being your own best friend. 
Oh, love it. And Joy, you're a goddess too. And thank you so much for being here. Um, it's been such a pleasure to meet you and to speak with you today and to get to know you better. And thank you so much for sharing your, your story and your gifts with um, everyone, the whole world today. And um, yeah, thank you for being here and you're welcome back anytime. And everyone, thank you so much for listening. Um, you've been listening to The Wellness Coach on Block Talk Radio. And again, go to Joy's website. That's the easiest way to get your free gift for listening today it's www.joyjoyleng.com and then click on the right hand side for um, your free empowerment gifts is that right joy and then you can go from there free empowerment tools you can also again find your free gift for listening right on the wellness coaches show page for this episode And um, so, Joy, thank you so much for being here, and I hope to continue the conversation, and it's just been a pleasure to meet you. Thank you, Addie, for having me, and it's a blessing to know you. I appreciate being on the show. Thank you so much. Likewise. Thank you so much. And have a beautiful day there in Singapore, and and I'm I'm sure I'll talk to you soon um, offline. And everyone, yeah, thank you. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to The Wellness Coach on Blog Talk Radio, and we hope that you have a beautiful and empowered and fulfilling rest of your day wherever wherever you are in the world. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.